This is the Cleveland Guardians Fancast with your host, Quincy Wheeler, a podcast about the Cleveland Guardians and their fans. It's Quincy. Anna here with Tyler. Tyler's back for Friday. How's it going, Tyler? Good. Sorry, I missed y'all last week. Um, I work with students and we did our staff photo. So we had to do it before they all had class. So it was very early in the morning, but I'm back. Happy to be back. <laughs> yeah, that's that's understandable. You know, work, work getting in the way of the things we enjoy doing on the side. I don't know how that goes. Today, speaking of that. Tyler and I are going to play a game called Kiss, Mary Kill. That's our family-friendly version of this old game. <laughs> Kiss, Mary Kill uh, with the Guardians 28-man roster. Now, I want to start off this by saying that Tyler and I are both happily married, so we're not actually kissing or marrying. We also are not people that approve of killing people. So <laughs> just to understand that uh, that's not really what we're gonna do so anyway kiss mary kill meaning keep around for a while see how things go um and then second uh for the mary part extend buy their jersey put them in the guardians hall of fame that kind of thing and then for our kill option trade dfa that makes sense tyler that makes sense All right, let's run through the roster. Now, before we start the roster rundown with the 28-man roster, let me just bring up a couple of controversial people who we know will be on the roster before too long, and that would be Yu Chang and James Karinchek. Tyler, Yu Chang, kiss, marry, kill. (laughs) He's he's such a nice guy, but kill. (laughs) I just... Yeah, I, I yeah. hope he hope he gets kisses and married elsewhere, but not here. <laughs> yeah, it's probably time for a trade or a DFA there. Yeah, I, I can't really get around it. Part of me wants to say, oh, yeah, keep him around for a little bit, but it just doesn't seem to be working on the roster. You know, honestly, we'll get to Ernie Clement here, but I guess if somebody were to make to me an argument that Chang might be a better choice to keep around than Ernie Clement, I could hear it because Chang is a good defender. Clement kind of has a higher ceiling as a defender, which and, and is better at making contact. So I think that's better for a, a bench role than Chang. So I'm, I'm going to have to go with you on that. All right, how about Karen Check? <laughs> this one's a little. This one's a little easier, um, just because he annoys me as a person so i would say kill um he also seemed to forget how to pitch last year when they took away sticky stuff so i'm i know we need more bullpen help but i'm fine if he's gone all right i'm gonna diverge and say kiss although i'm not ever going to kiss james karencheck just to <laughs> clarify again uh, i would no doubt get uh, covid right away anyway um so i think that uh James Karachek, I'll I'll keep him around just to kind of see what he's got there. I, I the re- main reason is if you're going to get rid of James Karachek, you you got to trade him. You can't DFA him. 
as much as some of us might like that. And right now his trade value would be so low. So we have to keep him around for a little bit. I'm sorry. He, uh, I, I've heard that he's overhauling his delivery a little bit. So we'll see what happens, but I get it. I get it. All right, let's go to the actual roster. So we've diverged a little bit there. Um, okay, I'm going to just run down the roster from what's on the website. Shane Bieber. I mean, if if we're talking total fantasy world, yeah, we gotta we gotta marry Shane Bieber. I I think I don't think it's gonna happen, but yeah, I would marry Shane Bieber. So I, I just saw an article came out from Jason Lloyd at the Athletic today saying that the Guardians offered Bieber a pretty significant extension, and he compared it to the extension that Blake Snell got from the Rays and said it was extent, it was bigger than that, which mm. that's fairly sizable. I also understand why Bieber didn't accept that, because if you're really betting on yourself, then you know you can get maybe you know almost twice that much on the open market. But with Velo dropping, I kind of wonder if maybe they could revisit that after the season, but... Mm. Again, Bieber is, you know, if he's going to bet on himself, he's going to bet on himself to find that lost velo, especially, you know, coming off the year after his shoulder surgery. But I, I'm with you. In an ideal world, you marry Bieber, you keep Bieber. So, yeah, for the long term and have him retire a guardian. Now we want to do that with all the guys we like. All right, Aaron Savale. Uh, I, I got a kiss. Uh, I like Savale, but there's – He's just, I think, a ticking time bomb away from just imploding. So you might want to just get what you can right now before it becomes hard to trade him away, which sad because I like Savali, but yeah, I think he's going to keep struggling. Yeah, I'm definitely on the uh, the merry end of the kiss spectrum, I guess mm -hmm. I would say. I'm, I'm with the definitely with you that, you know, I'm not ready to commit to Aaron Savali being in the rotation for the next three or four years or whatever. I just, he's got some things to figure out. I still believe in him because he has so many pitches he can throw. I kind of feel like it takes him a little bit longer to get all that going the way it should than some other guys. So I I'm optimistic about him for the rest of this year. And I was one of the guys that said we should have extended, we should extend him before the season. Uh, but I can see why they didn't because there's some things he needs to figure out. Well, I think we know the answer to this next one of what the Guardians did. Emmanuel Classe. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta marry him. You gotta keep him around. He throws 102 miles an hour <laughs> with movement. Not only 102 miles an hour, but an 102 mile an hour cutter. <laughs> exactly. Like that thing is a wiffle ball. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't always move as much as you might think. Like guys make contact with it, but anytime that a guy well there's occasional times where he'll give up a bomb because if you get a barrel on it, it's going out. But most of the time he misses barrels. And if guys are getting runs like they did, the White Sox did the other day, it was just all batting average and balls and play stuff. Just mm -hmm. luck to get it through. Yep. The Guardians married him. So let's marry him. Uh, Inyel De Los Santos, kind of a new face. He is new. Um, I like De Los Santos. Um I don't know if he's someone that's like a cornerstone for a team. So I'm probably in the, in the kiss realm. I, I like him. I have nothing against him, but um, you can package him and get someone else. Go for it. Yeah. I, I'm with you. I, relievers. It's hard to, unless you're like class A, it's hard to say, Oh yeah, we got to keep these guys around forever. But I also like him and I'm glad he's got a spot on the roster right now. 
about Anthony Ghost? How are you feeling about him today? I mean, kind of similar to De Los Santos. I mean, he throws, well, I guess class, I guess he throws hard, but like, I mean, all his underlying stuff says he's not going to be great. So if you, I mean, someone might give you something for him. And I know, I know it's, it's not great to trade away someone who can hit a hundred miles an hour, but I'm also not going to shell out money to keep Anthony ghost for a long time. So I guess by default, that would put me in the kiss territory. Yeah. I, I'm going to stay there too. I like ghosts. Uh, and I, I, you know, he's had some struggles this year, but I think that makes sense. The big thing for him, if he can just maintain his control, I think he'll figure things out. So mm-hmm. definitely in the kiss realm, Sam Hinches. Mm. Our, is it our first lefty we've come across so far? No, ghost. We had um yeah, I've see the thing with Henches is like he actually has like a lot better like underlying metrics for him. So and he's how old is he? I don't remember how old he is, but I guess just so I'm not kissing every single reliever on this list. Sure. Let I'll marry Sam Henches. You know, I, he's, he can throw hard. He can, um, he's got some good stuff underneath. So sure. Yeah. Let's, let's keep him. All right. Yeah. I could see an argument for that. I mean, especially, you know, if, if like they were looking at extensions this off season, they're always looking for good value. If you like approach Henches and say, Hey, you know, you're getting towards ARB. Can we buy out some ARB years, get some option years and, you know, you're looking at a cheaper contract than what you gave Class A, which was already pretty darn cheap. So I could see that possibly happening. And I think I'll probably, I'll stay in the Kiss realm for now because we haven't seen a ton of sample size from him. But man, the sample size so far this year has been amazing. So mm-hmm. he really looks like, you know, he's found his control and his stuff's working well. Uh, <laughs> Kirk McCarty, he's kind of, an odd man on the roster right now. Any thoughts on good old Kirk McCarty? <laughs> Not going to lie. When I pulled up the roster, didn't even remember who Kirk McCarty was. So um, <laughs> kill, I guess. <laughs> like I, I, yeah, I just, I, I have nothing against him, but I've, I've no idea who or why I should care about Kirk McCarty. So a little bit, he's a little bit on the older side, kind of a, an organizational arm. Um, yeah. I mean, no offense to him, but it's it's kind of one way or another. He's a good guy to have around when they when they need him, but he's not somebody that you worry about DFAing particularly, in my opinion. You know, he's there's some good things to say about him, but mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't foresee him as somebody who's going to be necessary necessarily a a weapon in the bullpen or a guy you want starting for you every five days. He's a guy that you're happy to have filling for you and happy to have going along long man role. So. All right. How about Tristan McKenzie? I mean, that's aside from Bieber, that's like the easiest one so far. Like, yeah, I'm married Tristan McKenzie. He's, he's got the stuff. He's so fun to watch. And um, I got a baseball card off eBay of him recently. So um, <laughs> no, I love Tristan McKenzie. He's so fun to watch. Um, his curveball is devastating. Um, I want him part of the rotation for years to come because I think he could be a real anchor for this rotation. So yeah, without a doubt, Mary. Mary McKenzie. I agree. Take that always the Jake and <laughs> the most disappointing prospect since Matt Laporta. All right. <laughs> Eli Morgan. What do you think about Eli Morgan? Eli Morgan's fun. I like him and he's, he's been doing well. It seems Um 
he uh he can strike people out which is nice um i believe eli morgan is who our friends over at 216 say eli date my daughter morgan um which yeah i mean he's fun i'll keep him around it's uh yeah why not let's let's marry eli morgan let's 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 see what he can do well and honestly again mike hench is i mean in this like fantasy world where we're looking at extensions morgan's a guy that you could easily extend yeah oh yeah i uh I was really excited. I've been really excited to see him find a little bit extra on his fastball. And I don't know mm-hmm. if that's mainly because he's using, uh, he's doing a bullpen roll, but that changeup is just such like a Bugs Bunny changeup yep. kind of thing that when he's got that work and it's like, how does anybody hit him? But then when that's a little bit off, you're like, how does anybody not hit a home run? Off <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but I do. Yeah. I've been, I've been really surprised that they have been fine keeping him in the bullpen. Cause I thought they'd keep him stretched out as a starter uh, but I don't know if he might be doing some side work to try to keep his arm more stretched out. Uh, but yeah, that's, I, I think I'm on the side of if, if you could possibly uh, keep him around at a cost controlled level, that'd be a good guy to choose. Zach, please Uh, kiss. I, I think similar to Savali, I think there's a lot of stuff that's kind of like underneath. That's a little worrying. Um, he has not had a great year so far. Um, but I think Cleveland's good at developing pitchers and we've got some people waiting in the wings. So if you can get something for Plesak to maybe fill another hole. I think you do it. So at this point, yeah, I would trade Plesak. Yeah. I, so I would say the same thing, only I would put Plesak, my, my kiss continuum. I would put my kiss continuum towards the kill for Plesak versus <laughs> how it's towards the Mary for Savali. I, I like Plesak and I think that he's, I think he's most likely a solid number five starter. He's got, you know, he could maybe be a little bit better than that. Mm -hmm. Um, But so much of his stuff, his success is reliant on control. And just over the past year or so, he just hasn't had that control. And and when he doesn't have his control, it's totally like a gamble, whether or not he's going to be able to do what you need to do. So, Uh, but for now, good to have him around, not somebody like, Man, after he gave up some runs last game, I saw so many people on Twitter saying, DFA, please sack. No, no. <laughs> and don't trade him for a bag of balls. There's a yeah. lot of value in a number five starter and a guy like Plesak because mm-hmm. at the very least, if you put Plesak in a bullpen roll somewhere, he's going to be elite. Um, if you, but he's, And he's most likely going to be a solid number five starter. That's got a lot of value to it. All right, Cal Quantrill, kiss, Mary kill. Oh, so Cal Quantrill is been doing well but by my um kind of method that i've been using for like savali and plesek i would have to put him in in the kiss category because like all of his like if i'm looking at his baseball savant page and looking at his percentile rankings they're pretty much all blue like so to me that (laughs) indicates like there's some stuff that's not great and he's kind of you know skating by right now i like cal control but i just for consistency i can't I can't say kiss for Savali and Plesak and then not say for Quantrill. So because of that, I will say kiss. I know that it is super (laughs) right now being used almost everywhere, the whole dog and him thing. But I think that's mostly (laughs) the Cal Quantrill thing is people love to see how he is on the mound. They're like, he got that dog in him and it's just going to work out. Um, So I think you're right to say, ah, we should probably 
look and see and make sure things are, are all right for him. The thing about Quantrill is he's more of a ground ball guy. He's also mm-hmm. more of a, I'm going to miss the barrel of the bat more often than not guy. So that doesn't always look so good on the, the uh, baseball savant page. I think that I would, I'm going to lean towards the Mary side of things in the sense mm-hmm. that probably you could, if you were looking to extend a Cal Quantrill or buy out our beers, you could get him at a good value right now. Yeah. And his absolute floor is a guy you can bring in the seventh or eighth inning. Who's going to get you the outs that you need almost every yeah. time. So that's, that's like, if Plesak isn't his, isn't at Quantrill's ceiling as a reliever. Quantrill could be an insanely good reliever. So that's why I put him more towards that end. Uh, Nick Sandlin. Sandlin's a, Sandlin's a weird one, um, I think, because he's only he's only pitched in a couple seasons. I feel like he's done pretty well, um, but he's he's a reliever and he's going to be volatile. Um, he can throw mid nineties, which I like, um, but I don't know. He he doesn't strike a lot of guys out, which for for relievers, I like relievers who can come in and strike guys out. Um, he also has control issues. Um, so I don't want to say kill because I do think he can provide value, but he's not someone that I'm going to build my bullpen around. So I'd go kiss for Sandlin. I'm with you. I think the big thing for me is that it seems like since his injury last year, he's gone from a sidearm to a three quarter slot. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I'm interested to kind of see how that plays out. Coming into the season, I would have said this is your eighth inning guy. And I would have said Stefan is your seventh inning guy, but Stefan really is is pouring it on. So he's your eighth inning guy right now. And Sandlin's more the seventh inning guy. And mm-hmm. that's the way Tito's been mostly playing it. But I think it looks maybe like he's lost a little bit of his stuff, which will make him mostly an, a weapon against right-handed pitching. So yeah. probably going to leave him as the uh, kiss category. Brian Shaw. Oh geez. <laughs> when you when you first uh gave me this topic, it, Brian Shaw was the first person I thought about. You thought of kissing Brian Shaw right away, didn't you? Yeah. Per per my night would here, feel so yeah. prickly. Uh, um thank you, Brian Shaw, for all you've done for this team, all of the many innings you've eaten. Um kill i just (laughs) i think he goes like (laughs) the only guy who's gonna like rely on brian shaw as much as he does so i don't think other teams are gonna see a lot of value in brian shaw if you can get something great i just don't see it so thanks brian but we'll see you later (laughs) (laughs) all right yeah i don't think i don't think you can answer it any other way here the well i don't know I, I shouldn't say that because you definitely could say kiss in the sense of uh, we need a veteran arm. He's mm-hmm. back there to help guys out. And he's a guy who can go out there every day and somehow gets it done more often than not. So I do think that's a possible answer. But for the long term, he's not a, he's you're not going to say, Brian Shaw, we want you here until you're 45. I mean, you you know, that's not the right answer. So I think that that basically has to be the answer that he's not somebody that you have to have around, but he's the kind of guy who's nice to have around. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I don't know how he does it. Like talk nope. about a baseball savant page. The only thing that's in the red for him is his fastball spin. 
nothing else is in the red for him. So he's not, you know, it, but somehow he gets it done. And I love it every time he does, but I'm also terrified. So, all right, last one for today, because we'll, we'll look at the position players next week because we're running out of time. Uh, Trevor Steffen. Oh, I'm marrying Trevor Steffen for sure. I mean, we just locked, locked up Classe. We can lock up Steffen. That solidifies the eighth and ninth inning for several years because Steffen, he has like just come out of his mind this season. And yes, he could probably fall off a cliff. Fine. But even last year. Yeah, exactly. But like even last year, he he still pitched well. Like it's not he wasn't as otherworldly as he is right now, but like he was serviceable and he can throw mid 90s, upper 90s. Um, you pair that with Claude, he strikes guys out. So yeah, I'm I'm keeping S- Stefan as long as I can and s- solidifying the back end of that bullpen. Stefan Miller and Jimenez to me show how uh, you know watching and learning more about baseball is helping me become a more knowledgeable fan mm-hmm. because last year I was saying about all three of them, give them time, just give them time, they're going to figure it out, and they all are showing that they can. Stefan, especially I, at the end of last year, I was like, why isn't he pitching every seventh or eighth inning? Because we want you can see that the stuff is there. Just give him the opportunity. So it turns out they did a good job of working him into things and maybe didn't need to have him in those scenarios last year because this year Tito's like, he's my eighth inning guy. Or, you know, if I've used class A and I still have Stefan, I'm going to bring Stefan in after class A. Uh, what a, what a rule five pickup that has been, but he really has put in the work to make that happen. So, so I really have enjoyed this season so far because I've been paying a lot closer attention than I did last year. I feel like last year I kind of like, drifted away from Cleveland baseball for a little bit and wasn't at the forefront of what I was consuming. And so hearing like you say that about like these players from last year, in my mind, I'm like, I completely like blocked out last year. Like I don't remember hardly any storylines from last year. I don't remember anyone's progression. And so getting to kind of relive that, I guess, through like Twitter and through these conversations has been really fun because it shows that the people who have been like religiously paying attention can see this stuff and it makes me feel a little bad that I kind of drifted away last year, but I'm back here now. So I'm enjoying learning like, oh, yeah, he's been good for a while. And people saw that and didn't give up on him, which is good. You're, you're absolved, my son. Of your I appreciate that. From last year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. OK, well, that was the pitching side of it. Everybody listens. Let us know how you feel about our Kiss Mary Kill choices. Uh, next week, we'll talk about the position player side. And I'm sure everyone will be on the edge of their seat to see what we say about Jose Ramirez. (laughs) All right. Have a good day. This has been the Cleveland Guardians FanCast. You can find us Monday through Friday on any podcast service that you prefer. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, like, and download so that we can continue to produce these podcasts for your enjoyment.